0: When the COVID-19 vaccine first became available to the public, thousands of people rolled up their sleeves at Novant Health mass vaccination sites. Now, with greater supply of the vaccine and more flexibility, Novant Health patients have an opportunity to receive their vaccine at their medical home. You're listening to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. I'm Gina DiPietro. In this episode, John Howard, Senior Vice President and Chief Operating Officer at Novant Health Physician Network, explains the shift away from mass vaccination sites And into Novant Health Primary Care and Pediatric Care Clinics. Thank you for listening.
1: What we've seen at our mass vaccination sites is even with walk-in appointments, is very low utilization relative to the cavernous space we have there in the amount of inventory we have of vaccine. In other words, the demand for the vaccine has dwindled and it dwindled quickly. We really Sort of hit a wall. And we recognize that in our communities, for any number of reasons, that vaccine hesitancy or vaccine reluctance was now the order of the day. Our transition to address that is to say, how do we work more closely with individual folks who are trying to overcome either questions or concerns, or maybe they've heard things that aren't exactly true about the efficacy or the safety of the vaccines? And we believe that the best place for that to take place is in a patient's medical home. Our final pivot has been to move away from the vaccination sites and now to be able to provide those vaccines in primary care clinics, so family medicine clinics, internal medicine clinics, and even in our pediatric clinics for those who are eligible because it's not all kids yet, but it is adolescents. And to make sure that patients have the opportunity to talk with their physicians and the comfort of their medical home and the comfort of that relationship between a patient and his or her provider to say let me understand this let me really understand why i should do this or what my issues might be or if i have particular questions i have a space a safe space to have those answered and we believe now with vaccine hesitancy being the order of the day that is the best way for us to serve our communities and make the vaccine available to people is connecting them back with their physicians or their family practitioners or their nurse practitioners who are available in their clinics.
0: As John just mentioned, bringing the vaccine into clinics where it's administered by a trusted physician is a new opportunity to reach unvaccinated people. Dr. David Priest, Novant Health Chief Safety, Quality and Epidemiology Officer, explains the impact he's seen firsthand.
1: It's that personal touch. It really makes a difference, and I've seen that in my own practice. Individuals come in adamantly opposed to vaccination. Uh, after addressing each of their concerns, they're they're willing to get it. There's so much information and misinformation that's been moved around the Internet. You know, some patients just throw up their hands and say, I don't know what to believe in all of this. That one-on-one conversation addressing concerns with a provider really makes a world of difference.
0: Gina here, and back to my conversation with John Howard, Senior Vice President and Chief Operating Officer at Novant Health Physician Network. He said the end goal is to have the COVID-19 vaccine available in most, if not all, Novant Health primary care, adult and pediatric care clinics by the end of the year.
1: So I think that creates a great opportunity to reach out into communities, into local neighborhoods where we have clinics and say, hey, here's a place where this is available. And we think it allows for an encounter that is more engaged with the patient's health than all of the community sites where you could go to a Walgreens or CVS. Not that those aren't very valuable resources as well, but you can't have the same dialogue because that's not with your provider.
0: We've heard a lot about the variants that people are starting to notice. And we've also heard a lot about how people just aren't quite sure how long the efficacy lasts. What would be the implications from shifting more to this clinic model and distributing COVID vaccines if a booster shot might be needed? I imagine that it would make it easier to distribute those.
1: The good news is is that the vaccines that we have available still tend to be effective against the current variants in the marketplace. And the highest incidence of those variants are occurring in states and in counties which have the lowest vaccination rates. So it's a good even common sense indicator beyond all the epidemiological studies that you can simply look at a map and see where that's occurring. The bad news portion is that as long as The virus has the ability to replicate, it has the ability to mutate, which means that the current Delta variant, for example, will very likely not be the last variant unless we take away the opportunity for the virus to continue to spread. And the way to do that is to encourage more vaccinations, which brings me to the second part of your question is, when we think about boosters, long-term efficacy, keeping the vaccine down. Because in many ways, this really is a battle. It's a battle for the safety of our communities against a virus that has disrupted our lives in significant ways, that there is not a person that hasn't felt this at sometimes very deep and long-lasting or permanent levels, even losing loved ones. So the way to fight that battle is to make sure that we're creating this as a normal part of what we deal with. Mass vaccination sites and huge events at stadiums or at arenas, which we certainly did to accelerate that initial push, is not the way for us to continue to combat it. So whether it's with booster shots or whether it's getting more people who have not yet received the vaccine to receive it, the best way to do that is to make that a part of our ordinary healthcare delivery. And so I do think the retail outlets such as Walgreens and CVS are valuable, but I also think the physician office is a valuable resource. And it's why we have put so much effort in making sure we have clinics enrolled and that we have physicians and other providers who are willing to help us in delivering the vaccine. And when the boosters are needed, as we're still gaining evidence on what, the, what really the link of efficacy is for these vaccines, that we have the ability then to provide booster shots as needed when that time comes and when it's appropriate. But we're not there yet. And I do wanna make that clear boosters are not being recommended or delivered at this time.
0: Yes, certainly an important distinction there. And really, it just speaks to COVID taught us that we never really know what might happen. So to have different options where people can get vaccines is really important because we may not be able to predict what happens next.
1: And that's exactly right. And to add to your point there, it's important to understand that as boosters become available and as we need to do that, Novant is fully prepared and at the ready to reactivate some mass sites if we need to. If it's important and there's a window to do that in, we're gonna meet the needs of our community. We're gonna make sure we're empowered to appropriately battle this virus and to make sure that we're successful. I think everyone today is enjoying the opening up again of our lives. And we need to make sure that we keep the virus on its heels, so that we can continue to do that and we don't see a resurgent virus affecting our lives and creating shutdowns, as it's done in some other countries already. And that's our goal as we're doing this work today.
0: Novant Health still has four mass vaccination sites across our markets, but hours have been reduced, as you've seen some of the trends that you mentioned previously. Where would be the best place for people to go to find those updated hours?
1: So on the NovantHealth.org website, we have our COVID landing page, and that will always list our current hours and days of availability. So as we have shifted from long seven to seven days to shorter hours, we are also reducing the number of days that are available for walk-in appointments to those mass vaccination sites. As we're doing that, You'll also see the list of clinics that people can contact for that availability. And they're also free, of course, to always reach out to their clinic or through my chart to say, hey, I was wondering if you did vaccines and if you're not doing it at your clinic, is there one nearby? Because even if their home clinic is not doing it, there's very likely one nearby that will be able to service their needs.
0: Sure. So talk about that process. If someone's listening and they think hey, I'd like to see if my primary care physician or my pediatrician's office offers this. That's the best place for them to go. And they do want to call ahead. They cannot walk into the clinics, correct?
1: At this time for walk-ins, that it's hard to plan and it's a bit disruptive. We want to make sure we have the right personnel there at the right time. So we're encouraging people to make appointments for those vaccines. But the full listing of the clinics that will be providing the vaccines will be always on our COVID-19 landing page on Navanthealth.org. So I'd encourage people to go there to see what's there. If they say, I don't, I don't see my clinic, then I encourage them to call their clinic or to even check on a map because we have all the addresses listed and see what's nearby. And then they can call to schedule appointment or they can do that through my chart as well.
0: Great. Anything else around this topic that you think would be Important
1: for people to know? I would just encourage people who have questions about the vaccine, about what it means, whether it's appropriate for them to get it and to get it now, whether their concerns for waiting or for not getting it are right. I know some people have had COVID and said, well, I really don't need the vaccine. I think it's worth a discussion with their physician or provider to help them make the best decision for them. We want to respect everybody's decisions. But we also want to encourage them to be informed and to be able to be done in the confidence that they have for their other healthcare decisions that they do with their physicians and other providers.
0: Gina DiPietro here again, and thank you for listening to this episode of Novant Health Healthy Headlines. Visit healthyheadlines.org and you'll find a wealth of stories about the safety and efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines. And as John Howard mentioned, the COVID-19 page on the NovantHealth.org website is also updated regularly. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review us and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts. We post new episodes all the time, and most are 15 minutes or less.